With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Spurs Show in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur, coming to you live. Oh God, I haven't said that for a long time. Coming to you live from the Beehive N17. Oh, it's good to be back. It's been a long time since we've done one of these season ticket holder shows. Uh, lovely to have you all back. Uh, before we, we tonight, we're going to do a review of the season. Probably about a 10 minute show. No, probably be a very long show. But anyway, we'll try and make it as upbeat as possible. What a, sh- what a season it's been. Before we start, just to remind you listeners that makers of premium gaming peripherals, HyperX, are offering UK based customers 20% off their entire full price gaming headset range throughout May. T's and C's apply. Head on over to uk.hyperx.com to read the T's and C's and use the discount code SPURS. Once at the checkout, I have their headsets. Now, you have as well, don't you, Theo? You got the headsets? Excellent. They are good, aren't very, they? Very they are good. Actually, actually good. Really good, yeah. So if you've got kids or whatever, like gaming, or you do lots of Zoom calls and all that, go to UK, uk.hyperx.com, discount, counts, discount code SPURS, and we'll put it in the description of the podcast as well. Okay, joining me tonight, uh, later on, we have uh, ex-Tottenham defender Dean Austin joining us for a very, very special show. But for now, we're going to look back at the season that's just finished. Joining me, please welcome my co-host, Theo Delaney. Good evening. And a man who was a regular at these live shows anyway, uh, but now secretary, is that correct? Secretary of the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust, who've been very quiet of late. (laughs) He had very little to do sitting at home, but my God, he's been a busy man. Pete Hayne returns. Hey. Thank you. Yeah, I, I always thought that uh, retiring from a day job meant that I could put my feet up and relax, but 
That has not been the case this year. Yeah, exactly. Come and volunteer for the trust. It'll be, my <laughs> God. Well, we're, I'm sure we'll we're, we're talk about that. So what we're going to do tonight, we are going to look back at the season that was. Um, and then, as I said, after that, we'll be recording coming out later this month. Good evening. Good evening. A little bit late. How are you? <laughs> Uh, welcome. Uh, we're going to be doing a very special show with Dean Austin. But before we look back at the season, uh, obviously this season we are have been in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, go to WilliamHill.com if you haven't already downloaded the app. Go and check out the website, the app for the enhanced prices in the build-up to uh, the next kickoff. Latest odds for next coach. This has changed four times already this week. In fact, they called me up, William Hill, at about four o'clock to say, oh, you know those odds we gave you? They've changed again. So <laughs> the current favour, and I know this has got a lot to do with some idiot somewhere puts 100 quid on something and all the odds change. But there we go. Uh, current favour, he was 25 to 1 this morning. He's now 6 to 4. Is Martinez is now the current yeah. favourite. Uh, who did? He did. He ruled himself out? Well, there you are. So maybe don't, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't, don't have a bet flutter there maybe on Martinez at six to four. Second favourite still, bizarrely, is uh, Santo, the ex-Wolves manager. He's 11 to four. And the big one, I don't know for those of you in, in the UK who, who, who still buy the sun. Well, it was uh, Pochettino returning. He's now five to one alongside Brendan Rodgers at five to one. Potter, who a few people out there seem to, kind of want uh 11 to 2 10 hog still 11 to 2 14 to 1 bar uh pete let's ask you i mean uh, you know who, who would you like to take over who, who who'd be your choice out of that list i'd go for potter really sounds like a, a little of a, a weird one i mean if you look at his cv and he's he's intellectual he's a good people person and the way he's got Brighton playing this season, despite the fact they've got no or had no one up front, I think they played some really excellent football. Um, I think the other ones are really flying a kite. I cannot see someone's already said Martinez has turned it down. Um, the Wolves guy, I don't think is interested. <laughs> I, I really You're talking about not great managers, not interested in the I really how far we've fallen. I really don't believe that Poch is coming back as much as I would like him because that's the sort of manager I think the club needs again. Mm. Someone who can relate to the fans, someone who can relate to the history of the club, and someone who can actually get players to perform to the their level of their abilities, which mm. clearly Mourinho could not. Yeah. Theo, I mean, I mean, I know you've uh, on the past of the show. I mean, if you if your opinion changed, who who would you like to see there? I mean, have you, have you renewed your season ticket yet? Have you? I haven't. I haven't. You haven't. See, people, are, this is it. I reckon the Pochettino stuff came out today because yeah. the deadline <laughs> is in a week or so. So they're throwing the, the next thing they'll be thrown will be like Klinsman might join. It'll be Spurs. Oh wow, Klinsman. Yeah. Kane might stay. You can just see all these things happen before we part with our yeah, money again it's very interesting because i don't think there is a there doesn't seem to be i mean the bookies as you say it's changing all the time and there doesn't seem to be a clear favorite there doesn't seem to be any one or two three names but it seems to be wide open and i and that's in terms of the way it's perceived but it's also in terms of the way you see it yourself there's no what there's no obvious choice or obvious two or three candidates mm. and i think actually that probably levy's in that situation as well he's just thinking <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, but I do agree that uh, Potter looks like a good cat because Potter is the one who seems the most like Pochettino was when we got Pochettino. Yeah. Mm. He looks like a modern, progressive, new thinking manager. So As opposed would, to Mourinho. Oh, the absolute <laughs> antidote to Mourinho, in other yeah. words, yeah. Saying that, though, I mean, I think Pochettino got Southampton to eighth in his last yeah, season. Brighton have been hovering over the relegation zone for most of it, in fairness. Yeah, I think Southampton possibly had better players and a better budget, slightly, you could say. I, I'm, I'm speculating. Mm. But if you think about it, he had a lot of good players, uh, Pochettino at Southampton. He had people mm. like Lalana and mm. uh, Lambert and... Butler, yeah. He was a brother. He was 10 years older. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lambert and Butler. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, no, no one got it. Credit where it's due. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so. I think of the ones that have been mentioned, and it's all just complete speculation. I think Potter, I, I like the look of Potter. Um, I quite like the look, and I've completely forgotten his name again, of the Leal the Leal manager. Oh, Leal is... Um, uh, yeah. He's got a great. I it was Glass, isn't it Olivier Glasner? Who's Glasner manager of? Isn't he the little manager? No, he's the director, isn't he? Oh, okay. The yeah. because Lille, of course, played great football. They've won the title. Yeah. you know, which is a tough title to win when you're up against Paris Saint Germain. Mm. Yeah, he 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 works with a, a small budget. He brings young players through. He has them playing good football, and you know, I, I'm I've been really surprised how he's not really been mentioned. Mm. Um, I, I quite like the look of the German Bielsa, Ragnick. Yes, uh, Ragnick, we, we talked about on the show yeah, a few weeks ago. I like the look of it. Of I want German someone who looks on. like they're modern and forward thinking and can work a little bit to a. Basically, what we keep describing <laughs> is we want Pochettino again. We mm. want the, the Pochettino we got then. Mm. We need that as well because other types of managers aren't really going to work in, the, in uh, the current climate in terms of the finances and everything. I mean, the main thing, Pete, really, whoever comes in, is <laughs> what squad is going to be their disposal. Presumably, they need to get someone in, ideally before the Euros, because Euros is a great shop window to sit down and go, what do you think of him? He's available. I know everyone's value goes up in the Euros. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's the age-old problem that we've got. I don't think there's this big golden pot of money that Levy's sitting on. Unless Harry he Kane w- is sold. Possibly. And that is Spana's new manager wants to change things. But I think it's very much... I, c- I can see... I think the Athletic were talking today about Tottenham have got a short list of two. Um, yeah, Ten Hag and Ragnick. Yeah. Um, and you'd want either of those in, certainly before the Euros. I mean, the window opens in a fortnight. I is think it really? It is. Eighth of what, the transfer window? Transfer window, eighth of June. Wow. So any business that you're going to do in advance of the Euros mm. has got to be done pretty quickly. Anybody involved in the Euros is pretty, you can forget about that until the end of the Euros and the final was the end of June, I think. So you've got July and that really doesn't give you a lot of time before the start of the but season. It's the same problem though. They've got yeah. so many players they need to shift. Yeah. Now us getting into the European Alliance League now means that you've got another competition that the youngsters who may be gone, you know what, I'll, I'm gonna, you know, their agent might be going, you need to start playing for a championship team or whatever. Have now, you can say, you've now got this competition. You can be playing pretty much every week um, t- to get experience. But plus, there's a lot plus, of players that they'll want to move on. Plus, we've got the loanees coming back. We've got Clark coming back. 
Well, you'd imagine you'd imagine Sessignon and Skip particularly would be two that would be I would have thought so. pushing for first team yeah. place. Yeah. Skip certainly pushing Holbier, yes. who you know was I last. Admit, good, I'd like, I'd like to see him alongside Holbier. I think they they could work well as a as a pairing. Mm. I really do. I mean, you yeah. can see the kind of possibly Winks getting decent money for Winks. Possibly. Uh, Sissoko, I've heard, is on such big wages that it'd be very unlikely that someone will cover those those wages. OEA rumoured to go maybe go to PSG. Yeah. Um, certainly, if, certainly another fullback, another centre-back, centre-mid, and probably <laughs> one or two centre-forwards, depending on Vinicius. Get, getting needs. a new coach in who can actually bring some of those players up to the level that they're capable of playing. We know that yeah. there are players there. Yeah. You know, I, I I rate Joe Rodon extremely highly. I think he is the future centre back. I can't. I, I would love to say that I could see Davis and Sanchez being the future at centre back alongside Rodon, but I can't quite see that. I hope I'm proved wrong. It's going to be a real challenge. Whoever comes in to actually pair out from that squad, what he can move on, but as. As Daniel Levy's already said in the meetings with us, he says you can't force a player to move who's on a contract mm. if they don't want to go. And we've seen that with Danny this year, Danny mm. Rose. Um, we could find ourselves in a similar position. Sissoko, you mentioned, if he's not in favour with the new coach. I don't know how long his contract is, but there's a fair bit I would mm. left, think left on he that. He signed contract. a new one a couple of years ago, didn't he? From yeah, yeah, I think there must be yeah. two or three years maybe left yeah. on that one. So it's always going to be this challenge of moving players on. And... I can't see the market being there this year. I think there are two issues for that. Obviously, the pandemic that we've gone through and the amount of money that's available to other football clubs, but it's also the fact who now wants to deal with one of the dirty six? Who (laughs) wants to deal with Tottenham? Who wants to deal with Daniel Levy? Mm. And I think that could prove to be a major issue. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, look, before we look back at the, uh, the, the season that's been, let's talk about the game at the weekend. We won it 4-2. Uh, Harry Kane's wonderful goal meant for the third time, what a uh, um, accolade to win the Golden Boot and also most assists in a season for a forward is incredible. I think most Spurs fans, all of us watching the game, <laughs> didn't see us getting back into it. I mean, if you're a betting man, that to me was an absolute dead cert home win mm. yeah. but again just shows you when you get players forward thinking players and you let them express themselves in the way y- you know they can which is effectively what happened when Moore and Bell came on after about an hour or so uh, with, with in fairness you know Leicester mm. you know pushing for, for another goal once it was 2-2 we looked really good didn't we Pete? Yeah yeah. I, it, it was one of the few games this year that I've actually smiled and laughed when I was watching because I couldn't quite believe what I was seeing. I, like everybody else after Wednesday night, expected a thrashing. Mm. Leicester were going to be up for it. They needed the points for Champions League. Um, And Leicester were, okay, they were hampered by a couple of injuries, but didn't really look like a a Champions League side to me at all. Mm. And the longer the game went on, the better we got. Certainly the substitutions really changed the nature of the game whilst Leicester were pushing forward and we exposed the weakness and open space at the back clinically, you know, mm. twice through uh, to Gareth Bale, who a mate of mine who's a Chelsea supporter told me he has been voted in their uh, player of the season. <laughs> <laughs> 
Very nice. It was quite interesting. I don't know if you saw Theo, the interview with Gareth Bell after the game when he said, yeah. I've already made my decision. Yeah. And if I said it now, there'd be, you know, yeah. riots Very cryptic. or big problems. I'm yeah. thinking, well, what? You're, you're a Madrid player. Yeah. Um, and Tottenham, I believe, have the option to extend another yeah. season. So unless he's been offered some kind of... I don't know, play a coach role or this and that, or I don't know. It'd be very interesting. What? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things, one of the whole catalogue of things that was so terrible about Mourinho is the way we now see, I think, that he, he underused and, and mucked Bale around. Because Bale, actually, if you look at it now, you realise that he, he was, he's, had, he's been so good. He has been amazing. His scoring ratio has been great. And the thing that we loved about Bale before, the young Bale, was that he could suddenly decide to change games and score goals almost at will. And, he, and he's been doing it again. When he's played, he's done it. Yeah. And um, it's, it's been a terrible waste. And I think if he goes, which he probably will, but I don't know, uh, it'll be, it'll, for me, it'll be, it'll be regrettable because I think he could have had more games this season and uh, I'd like, to, I would like, to, and if he had had more games, we'd we'd have been more successful, and he'd have felt more inclined to stay, and possibly would have been felt, felt more inclined to keep him. Uh, Bale's been great. I thought he was amazing on uh, on Sunday, and even if he does go, at least we got a second chance to see him in a Spurs show, which we would have, we never dreamed that would happen. So that was good. The England squad uh, for the European Championships, thirty three, uh, was announced today. Harry Kane is still, at the moment anyway, the only Tottenham player in that squad. No room for Eric Dyer, who for many years was was a shoo-in for that squad and did very, very well in the 2018 World Cup. No Deli Ali. Were you surprised, Pete, by Dyer's remission? Or do you think it was kind of right with uh, form this season? I, th- I think it has to be on form because he's one of those guys who can play a multitude of roles. You know, he could play in a back three, he could play in a back four. He could play the defensive midfield role for England that he's done before. Um, it's slightly disappointing, I think, from his point of view, that the season didn't work out in the way that he, it, did, it should have for him. Um, Delhi, I'm not surprised. He's really not had a run of games enough mm-hmm. to really put, put himself on the map for selection. Um, Strange because we've always had for tournaments. There's always been so many Spurs players. There's yeah. always been always been great pride to go look how many Tottenham players are in this England squad. For yeah, well, that, again, that, that was the Pochettino. The last time there's only been yeah, yeah the you're Pochettino right. effect. He yeah, made yeah. a load of players yeah, Walker, better than they he made them play to their fullest yeah. potential. None of those yeah. players were automatic England choices before he turned up. And he did the same at Southampton. Yeah. He made a load of players much better. They all got big contracts in other countries. He did it at Tottenham. You get he goes Mourinho's because suddenly we got one player in the England squad. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's terrible, really. Pete, what were your? Um, obviously, it's always lovely to finish above the Woolwich uh, any time. Yes. I think it's uh, <laughs> really, really important. I know a lot of people before the game are like oh, we don't want this European Alliance League, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's more be- football. It's better than nothing. It's better yeah. than playing. But know, I mean, you know, if, if by then, hopefully travel will be available there's going to be some hilarious places yeah we can go and travel I, to. I think probably was, never been to I think the, it was a joke but there was one of the teams called Into Your Mum <laughs> was there really? no I don't think so <laughs> I think it was a joke. But, I mean, there's Ro- Roma have qualified Final have qualified yeah, Villarreal. Villarreal there's a few decent teams in there but I mean we've got there's, we've, we thank God there's no qualifying there's a, we've got two leg playoff uh, the week August, yeah. August, just as the season starts, 19th and 20th. So they should be relatively up to speed because the yeah. season starts. Yeah. So it's not like the Intertoto Cup when 
we were playing in whatever it was. Yeah, I was, I was, I was looking. Alan you playing for. I was looking through. Yeah, oh Christ, yeah. I was looking through the list and thinking my missus wants to see the Northern Lights, so I was looking at the Finnish <laughs> sides. Um, and I always love to go back up to Aberdeen to uh, the Brewdog um, Brewery up there. So <laughs> there were some interesting teams in there. Aberdeen in it. Aberdeen in it. Yeah, Aberdeen and Hibs. I think they're in the yeah. qualifying round as well. Yeah, good. You know, but they're obscure places where some you know weird and wonderful sides. EasyJet or Ryanair will fly to some obscure airport, <laughs> and you're like, you know. <laughs> And a three-hour drive to get there or something. But anyway, something to look forward to. No, but I'm, I'm pleased we're in there. It'll, it'll give the squad something to play some competitive football, bring on some of the youngsters yeah. in some really good competitive football. So from that point of view, yeah, why not? Yeah, cool. And it's a nice, big, shiny trophy. Absolutely. Well, look, let's go to a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to look back at the season. Back in a minute. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Leave us a review on iTunes for premium content, including a daily news show. Go to patreon.com slash Spurs show. Get all the Spurs news during the close season. Also in the close season, we'll uh, provide you with a new Spurs treat, our new series, Top 10 Tottenham. When we talk in length with well-known Spurs show regulars, their favourite Tottenham moments of their lives. Uh, that will be coming out in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, go and check that out. Uh, myself and Theo will also be appearing on the Never Write Off the Germans European Championship panel show, which we'll send you links to during the season, uh, during the, the close season. Right, so let's go back and look at the season that's just been, just to sort of jog everyone's memory. Uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, players that went out, Jan Vertonghen uh, was released, uh, his contract ran out and he went. Uh, Michel Vaughan was another one who was released. Out of the players that had sort of played in the first team, we mentioned before, Skip and Session, Foyth, Carter Vickers, Jack Clark and Troy Powell all went off on loan. Coming in, uh, it was Holbier, Doherty, Hart, Region and Rodon. And then on, then on loan, Bell and Vinicius. Um, just looking at those players coming in, Theo, Holbier, Doherty, Hart, Region, Rodon. Which ones do you say in their first season have you can argue being a success. Uh, well, Rodon, I think, as as really, he's barely played. Yeah, but when he's played, he looked very promising. Again, he probably should have had more games, but I think mm. he looks like a proper centre half. I think he's got all the ingredients: reasonable footballer, good centre half, good defender, young, very committed, very professional. I like him. Uh, Hoybier, on the whole, has done well. Although I thought at the half, you know, first two thirds of the season, I thought he's like Stefan Freund if Stefan Freund was an actual footballer. <laughs> But in the last third of the season, I've been thinking, no, I think he's Stefan Freund. <laughs> harsh, but it's a bit I harsh. understand. But do you know what? There's that curse of Tottenham. You know how Tottenham have always needed a really good engine room, ball-winning midfielder. Mm. And normally what happens is we get one, we think, at last, and then something goes wrong. They yeah. go off the boil or, or they get a terrible injury. I mean, Sandro for a while looked like yeah. the new Dave Mackay. Yeah. Cliff Jones compared him to Dave Mackay. I remember I was there that night. Mm. I had to be revived after he said it. <laughs> But he looked so good. Then he gets a terrible injury, you know. Mm. Tim Sherwood turned out was quite good for about eight games, mm. if you remember all that way. <laughs> Scott Parker was brilliant for a whole season mm. and then got terrible injuries. And with Hoybier, I'm starting to look at him and think, oh, no, not another one. I mean, I mean, remember, um, who, was the, who was the one from Central America? Who's Palacios. Uh, Wilson he Palacios was great, great for one they? season, got he an injury again. Yeah. Didier Sakura, another one. Well, I don't know if he was ever... I can't remember his good game. I put him more in the Freund category. But, um, 
Yeah. Eric Dyer looked good in that position for a while. Yeah. Uh, who was our, more recently, the Kenyan player? Who was... Wanyama was yeah. fantastic. was player of the but, season once. Yeah, Wanyama and Scott Parker both won player of the season in their first seasons, but none of them lasted. Yeah. And I'm looking at Hoybier and I'm thinking, eh, mm. I don't know, I hope so. But so you think Skip will come into Skip's come maybe, in, yeah. as Pete said, maybe play alongside his yeah. engine room, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough position to play. I think I'm right in saying that Hoybier played every single minute of the Premier League yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a hell of a workload yeah. for mm. one yeah. player. And that might explain him mm. tailing off. So you can understand you did tail off. January, yeah. February, so I can understand that. I thought Vinicius, again, looked pretty good when he played. He I mean, scored. Played. I mean, unlike, you know, Janssen or whatever, he's, he's come yeah. in and I thought he looked pretty goals. good if he'd had a run of games. And a lot of the time when they wanted well, to rest Kane, the last they didn't, but, so. but very didn't often play. they didn't pick him when Kane didn't play. Yeah. So again, that's what Mourinho took against him. Mourinho's crazy selections look even crazier in retrospect. Uh, so I thought he did okay. I wouldn't mind him sticking around for Reggie on? What about what are you? Reggie on again him? started well, but I think defensively he <laughs> looked last month or so. Yeah, defensively he looked a bit <laughs> just shocking. I think he got found out, let's say, defensively. What is it? We take great promising foreign players and just turn them to nothing. I think it's he can still I think he can awful. still come good though, because he's got the raw ingredients. Yeah. He you know, he's a good footballer, he's quick pacing. Tackle, recovery for the goal against Wolves. Yeah. yeah. Touch I think line he, and the cross. I, I've not given up on and it. And then that display in the first half against Villa, mm. you know, which I'm afraid was woeful. Yeah. 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 Uh, Doherty obviously has been very disappointing, but he was playing in a different system. And actually, when you look at it now, seemed like, seems like a. I think he did well against Leicester, fight. I thought. Yeah, I think he did yeah, fine against Leicester. Yeah, yeah, good good guy. Guy. You know? He's still, again, we get the right manager. A lot of these players can come good, I think. Mm. The, um, the net spend at the beginning of the season, the season was 52.9 million. Um, I know Daniel Levy in his letter, the last programme, made a big thing about £250 million pounds have been spent. And I'm thinking, OK, but it didn't quite add up for me, but, <laughs> but there we are. Um, it's funny looking back at the season, uh, 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 just to jog everyone's memories here and at home. We had a dreadful start against Everton at home. It was absolutely awful. If you remember because of the last... Um, shutdown we had those games we qualified for the Europa League we're looking good and we kind of went into this new season with real optimism and I think we were all sh shocked how poor we were in that yeah. first game which in hindsight was despite us finding a bit of form for a while a bit of a warning because there was other games later on the season where we kind of put in the same performance Pete. it was I'm, I'm always full of optimism you know my glass is half full and yeah, that game against Everton just made me realise, well, hold on, you know, got nothing really to cry about here. It was a, a poor performance, you know, and you would expect the first game of the season, the players to be really up for it, lively, mm. really positive in what they were doing, but that didn't come out of that game at all. Mm. And then, uh, Theo, we then had a, a wonderful uh, sun on the score, a wonderful 5-2 win at Southampton. And that was the first time we saw, the uh, under Mourinho, this sort of, Great counter-attacking, uh, yeah, great was, movement of playing deep, the low block, and then yeah. turning, the, spinning the game round. Yeah, was there, really was, there was one moment in that game, because we weren't very good in the first half, and we were losing, and then yeah. there was one moment just before our time where Ndombele, who'd been not very good there, <laughs> ever since we'd signed him, and had also had all these problems, first with Pochettino and then Mourinho, mm. and suddenly there was a moment where he did a little trick in the middle of the park, and set, I think it was Son free, and we scored a goal just for half time. And the second half ran away with it because we were able to play on the break. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and suddenly the 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 the, uh, the die was cast, mm -hmm. and we played like that successfully for a few weeks and went to the top of the league. Yeah, yeah, um, which was a full storm because it, it it was almost like Mourinho was stuck. It was kind of 
caught in the headlights, didn't know what to do. Why didn't he just keep it? I mean, he was picking the same team for a few weeks when we were top of the league. And then we had a couple of slightly dodgy and he just completely lost his bottle and started falling out with everyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, the next game after that, which was the kind of first game where we threw away a lead, admittedly, unluckily, uh, was the 1-1 yeah. against Newcastle. The game played well, just got the goal, didn't get the second goal. And then got done with the penalty award. Travesty. Yeah. Uh, Dyer jumping up, wasn't even looking at the ball. Yeah. I think later in the season, maybe not actually a penalty yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. They changed yeah, the rule. That was the a, luck of they Tottenham. They changed the rule. It was so bad, they actually penalty. changed the rule. Yeah. How many um, times has that happened to us? I know. I know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was, I, I just sat there and thought, oh, okay, fair enough. That's going to be a one-off. How stupid I was, yeah. you know. The number of times that we gave away leads when mainly we weren't prepared to attack and go and get that second goal or we were unlucky in not getting the second goal mm. to uh, to stretch it. And then we but, had, uh, Theo, without doubt, the, the best performance of the season. Yeah. The extraordinary 6-1 win at Old Trafford. Yeah. The fact that Manchester United are tomorrow night in the Europa League final, yeah. finished second in the Premier League, yeah. just shows you what a great result that was. And, yeah. and <laughs> with the rest of the season, we know, completely just a weird... Result performance, really, wasn't it? But it kind of showed you yeah. when Mourinho played that way and it got it right. Okay, I know there was a sending off. Uh, yeah, let's not forget off. Eric Lamella's part in that sending, victory. Uh, it, was, it was absolutely pivotal. Yeah. <laughs> Lamella, as usual, the most eccentric, you, you know, 90% shit and then 10% absolutely inspired. And but that it was, was definitely game, one of his moments. It was the first game we really saw that. Kane's son partnership with the destroying people. Yeah, destroying I mean, you look at you look at this. I mean, you, you look at Kane and Son and Bale when he when he did play, and you realise actually it's actually you don't know how to respond to that because on the one hand, how lucky were we to to see those three players playing that brilliantly well? Kane, especially, you know, one of the best players in the world. Yeah. But then you think how close to relegation would we have been without those two or three players you know yeah no yeah. very very true yeah and then the game that a lot of Spurs fans argue was the moment that Mourinho changed our tactics home to West Ham 3-0 brilliant performance again 3-0 up led in three goals in the last 20 minutes I think it was the last 20 minutes wasn't it yeah less than or was it less than that eight yeah. minutes eight. Was it eight minutes bloody hell a lot eight minutes three goals and one can argue after that Tactics changed. Yeah, we went definitely. more with defensively and looking to pick them on the break. Definitely. Sat back, didn't go at the lesser teams. Um, just the awful stat this. We dropped 27 points this season against teams that finished below us. I know. This well, season. Well, just well, to sort of give well, you an well, example. You think what could have happened? Yeah. You know. Do you think, Pete, that's fair to say that he changed the tactics? Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got no doubt after that. You know, three goals leaked in seven, eight minutes, whatever it was against West Ham. It was a, oh, we can't do this again. You know, we can't be afford to be as open. But even in that game, I recall Gareth being one-on-one with a goalkeeper, I think, yeah. when we were three-two yeah. up, to go, yeah. which could have buried it. Yeah. Um, and again, it's those fine margins that just slant a season very slightly one way or another. Mm. And that was yet another sliding door for us this season. Right, we're running over. Let's make that part one. And then we'll come back at the end of this week with part two of the review of the season. So for now, please thank Pete Hayne and Theo Delaney. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.